Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Zero Down Shots, a special segment from the podcast vertical of the Economics Department of Miranda House. Today I Devanshi Mahajan. I Kanupriya and I Mannat are going to talk about one of the most unexpected and relatively recent global financial collapses, the East Asian Crisis 1997. So without further ado let's get directly into the episode Due to their quick growth and the remarkable improvements in the living standards of their inhabitants The East Asian nations have long been regarded as some of the most successful emerging market economies. They were often regarded as role models for many other nations due to their relatively conservative budgetary policies and high rates of individual saving. Nobody could have ever predicted that these nations would overnight fall victim to one of the biggest financial collapses. Yes, you have heard it right. We are talking about the East Asian crisis 1997 to 1999. Therefore, without wasting time, let's dig out more about the topic. To begin with, the first question that would surely come to your mind would be, what exactly was the East Asian crisis? Well, in the beginning of July 1997, there was a financial crisis that affected most of East Asia and Southeast Asia. raising concerns about the possibility of a global economic collapse brought on by financial contagion from then the crisis is infamously known as the east asian crisis 1997 to 1999 then what were the countries the victims of the crisis kanupriya thailand indonesia and south korea were the nations most impacted by the crisis The Philippines, Laos, Malaysia and Hong Kong suffered from the downturn. Despite all suffering from a decline in demand and confidence across the region, Brunei, mainland China, Singapore, Taiwan and Vietnam were less impacted. Japan was also impacted but less severely. But I heard that the crisis emerged from Thailand. Yes, yes. It is true that the problem originated in Thailand but are you aware of what truly occurred in Thailand that resulted in such a severe decline for the neighboring southeast asian nations as well Enlighten me Manat Speaking about the emergence of this crisis it started when the official Thai currency the Thai baht experienced a financial collapse and the Thai government was compelled to allow the baht to float because it lacked the foreign exchange to maintain its peg to the US dollar capital flight quickly followed as a result setting off an international domino effect but i wonder why did the currency fail when these possessing nations were renowned for having prudent budgetary policies were these nations a result of their own prosperity well that certainly seems to be the answer foreign investors overestimated their underlying economic deficiencies as a result of their performance there were more demands placed on policies and institutions 
particularly those protecting the financial sector. It was due to the substantial financial inflows that these nations' economies' success was encouraged. However, policies and institutions were unable to keep up with these demands. The basic policy flaws and their effects weren't properly understood until the crisis got worse. Additionally, prior triumphs might have discouraged decision makers from taking action when issued first surface. Therefore, the following were the key causes of the significant decline. First, an accumulation of overheated pressures which are visible in significant external deficits and inflated property and stock market valuations. Second, the protracted upkeep of pegged exchange rates, sometimes at unsustainable levels, which complicated the response of monetary policies and resulted in an excessive exposure to foreign risk. Third, a lack of prudential rule enforcement, insufficient financial system oversight, and lending policies that are dictated by the government. Wait, so what the situation mathematically was? In the four major associations of Southeast Asian nations, also known as ASEAN countries, the foreign debt-to-GDP ratio increased from 100 to 167 percent between 1993 to 1996 and then skyrocketed above 180 percent during the worst of the crisis. The percentage in South Korea increased from 13 percent to 21 percent and eventually as high as 40 percent. Whereas, they performed far better in the other northern newly industrialized nations. So, what I can conclude is the crisis was quite a major step back for the world economy as well. But then, what were the worldwide impacts? It is known that there were two major impacts, contagion and capital flight. The crisis also forced numerous developing countries to opt restricted monetary policies with large deficits. Cautious nations tried to cut their imports and external deficits to reduce the dependency upon capital inflows. These precautionary steps resulted a deflationary situation in their economy. Another major impact that the world economy faced was the loss of competitiveness among the world markets. However, with relevant reforms altering the interest rates, these countries were able to restore it. Goodness, that sounds very gloomy. It might have been difficult to endure such a significant setback in the financial economies. Maybe yes, it was. But the crisis was handled quite quickly and the recuperation went by surprisingly quickly. Give us more details about it, Kanupriya. The recovery strategies were a well-defined combination of macroeconomic, structural and financial policy. The International Monetary Fund IMF interventions to launch a $40 billion initiative to stabilize the currencies of these nations was another significant influence. The cap on foreign investment in Korean businesses was increased from 26% to 100%. The Korean government also initiated a drive to restructure the financial industry. To aid in the stabilization of their economies, Thailand, Indonesia and South Korea received over $110 billion in short-term loans. Whoa, what a dramatic crisis that was. It appeared to be a difficult climb and descendant of the slope. Collectively, the East Asian countries stabilized when the problem appeared to be too severe to be resolved with reforms. 
we hope you guys also enjoyed this exploring journey about the east asian crisis 1997 to 1999 as much as we did thank you